Welcome to the Brain Soul Success Show, where we learn, explore, and create your powerful positive healing for life. I'm your host, Louise Schwartzwalter. I'm the creator of a five-part mind-body-soul methodology that clears the subconscious blocks to success. From engaging transformational interviews, brain soul success stories, and the secrets shared by brain and spiritual experts, you will reconnect, revitalize, and transform your powerful life. It's time for you. Welcome back, everyone, to the Brain Soul Success Show. I'm very excited to introduce my guest, Dr. Elena Villanueva. She's an international speaker, a health influencer, a co-author of the Longevity Code, and she's been featured on Fox News, MSN, Healthline, Houston Chronicle, and many other media outlets and several documentaries. And Dr. V teaches evidence-based approaches for finding and treating those underlying causes of chronic illness and brain-related conditions. We are so aligned, I can hardly wait for you to listen and hear some of her tips today. So Dr. V's unique approach incorporates science and spirituality, much like what I do. So I just, again, can't wait to hear your take on this. Um, Dr. V is the producer of a host of a five-part series, Mastering Trauma Masterclass, Mental Health Masterclass, and Inflammation Masterclass, the Leaky Brain Summit, and the Tribe Talk Podcast. Welcome, Dr. V. Thank you so much, Louise. It's so good to be here with you today. It's really awesome to have you. Um, I have a feeling that you know, we're, we're pretty aligned, we're working in the same arena, and yet, you know, we all do something a little different, and there's always a different sort of doorway, you know, doorway in. I know you, you do a lot of evidence-based approaches. Um, you know, t- tell us, I guess, how, um, how you got into this whole field of working with, with the brain and the whole body and, and, and working it from a spiritual angle, too. What brought you to that? I got really sick. I got really <laughs> sick. Okay. And, uh, you know, um, long story short, I, I, uh, I had three sports medicine practices, single mom, um, looked really good on paper. I traveled around the world working with Olympic athletes, um, you know, Olympic qualifying events. I was doing all the things and being the mom and taking care of the house, you know, all those things. And there was just a sequence of events in my life um, that ultimately led me to becoming very ill. I lost my memory. I, I lost my ability to speak. I didn't know my son's name. Um, I was very physically ill as well. I struggled with uh, massive anxiety and a lot of depression. The memory lost just all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ended up losing everything. I lost my practices. I lost my home. And it, and it wasn't a quick rip the Band-Aid off either. You know, it was like, the way that I had to learn in order to regain my power and realize that I'm the one in the driver's seat um, was it was slow and painful. It happened over time. It didn't happen all at once, but I ended up losing everything and even my relationship with my son. And, and I ended up living in my car um, and making that really critical decision of whether I wanted to still be here or not, whether I wanted to be in this skin or not, um, whether I deserved to have anything good in my life or not. Um, it took that type of a breaking point for me 
to be able to find my way back. And not only did I find my way back, I'm in a different book of life. Like that, that doesn't even exist anymore. Like I'm so far away from the person that I used to be and the experiences that I was bringing into my life um, that, you know, it's, that's why I do what I do now, because there are so many people around the world who need to hear these messages right now. Yes. And people need to know that they are driving the, they are driving the car. They are behind the steering wheel. They don't think they are, but they are. And when they realize that they're creating their realities because of their perception and their own experiences and how they see themselves in the world around them, once they realize that the whole world becomes their oyster, they can change everything about them, mind, body, spirit, their finances, their connections to others, their relationships, everything changes when you realize that. And that's what happened to me. And that's why I'm here. And that's why I do what I do. I totally love it. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And, you know, I'm sorry you had to go through that, but, you know, um, many of us do, you know, in the, in the world of natural health have a story, you know, where we've gotten sick and it was our biggest teacher. And it sounds like it was for you too. You learned all of that. You learned how to heal yourself. And now you're using those same tools um, with your, with your people, the people you work with. Absolutely. You know, we all, Yeah. I love to say this, Louise, and, and I'm sure you can probably relate the only difference between you and I and the people we help is we're just a little further down the road than they are. We're all just leading each other home. You know, we're just further down the road. We've already had the experiences. And so we can turn around and we can look back and we can put our hands out and go, Hey, I've been there. I've got some answers for you. Take my hand and let's go together. Absolutely. Cause my story was pretty similar. You know, I remember being in my car too. <laughs> <laughs> living in the car <laughs> I was like hanging out with the horse preserves in the car <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, exactly yeah. so yeah I, I understand you know so gosh you know kudos to you because it did take you know you did have to do some work to get to where you are today you know and what were some of those tools would you say that you used you know that you're maybe using now that helped you dig yourself out of that time well you know we use a I ended up using a lot of different tools mm -hmm. but these tools came into my sight of vision or you know came to my awareness a little bit at a time over the course of about a decade so the work that we do with clients you know i like to remind them is like i'm going to take what took me a decade and i'm going to show you how to fast track this in a year or two um the very very first tool that came to me was when i was sitting at a Starbucks about 1500 miles away from my house because I had I had to leave my house and couldn't afford to put anything in storage either. So it was pretty traumatizing knowing that my house was going to the courthouse steps and I put my a basket of clothes in the car. I put um, and this is funny. It was a Mercedes, by the way. It wasn't like the brand new, most expensive one, but it was a Mercedes. So it was just, it's kind of funny. When I look back, I crack up because I was homeless in the Mercedes, right? Um, but um, I, ended up, I ended up putting a basket of clothes, my photo albums of my son and I, and, um, and my dog, who took up the whole backseat, by the way, because he's an old English Mastiff. So 250 pound dog sitting in the backseat of my car. Um, and, and I, and I had $600 to my name and I drove as far as I could. And I made it all the way to Atlanta, Georgia. 
And I just wanted to die. I was contemplating how I could do it. You know, so even along the way, I'm thinking, well, I could run off this bridge as we're crossing the Mississippi River. How fast do I have to go so that I can run through the barrier? Like I was just, I was so devastated and so, so much recurring trauma that had happened in my life Mm -hmm. um, that I was just trying to figure out how I could run away. Like I was trying to jump out of my skin, really. So running away, I was literally running away in my car as far as I could go. And then um, when I realized I needed to have some money for food, uh, I stopped in Atlanta because I didn't have much left after all that gas. And um, and I'm sitting in the Starbucks writing a goodbye letter to my son. And it was Christmas Eve. I mean, I'm sorry, it was Thanksgiving Eve. Mm -hmm. And um, the Starbucks was getting ready to close and they, you know, gave the little 15 minute call. We're getting ready to close. And I think I was the only one in there at the time anyway. And I look over and there's this book sitting there that says The Alchemist on the front of it. And I was like, somebody left their book here. And I'm going back to my computer, to my laptop, and I'm writing my goodbye letter, all the reasons why I have to leave and how sorry I was and all that stuff. And it's finally time for me to close the, close the laptop up and the book is still there. So I get up, walk over, grab the book, open it up, and I land on this one page. And on this page, it just spoke to me. I ended up taking the book home with me. Well, home with me in my car. That's pretty much where home was. And, uh, and I ended up reading the book. And that was, that became my, that book became my first awareness of living in the present moment mm-hmm. that the universe or God conspires for you, not against you. And if you'll just sit and be present, watch what happens, watch the synchronicity that will happen in your life now. That was really hard for me, but I felt like it was like kind of like a slap in the face, like, Elena, it's not time for you to go. Um, Pay attention. Mm -hmm. And so my neurology was not wired for living in the present moment. I wasn't even in my body. My neurology, because of all of the experiences that I had had in my life and how I perceived them, my neurology was wired to live in the future or live in the past. I didn't know how to be in the present moment. So I spent the next year learning how to live in the present moment. And I watched the synchronicities of what started happening in my life that was giving me a reason to live each day. I stopped living in the future because it's, you know, I was reading the book and I'm like, oh my God, you know, how do I live in the present moment? And so for me, living in the present moment to start to rewire my neurology, which I didn't know at the time I was rewiring my neurology. I didn't know that I was starting on that path was just like, look around me. What does it feel like to breathe? Is there air blowing on me? What does my car smell like? And then paying attention to people as they would walk by me. Would people look at me? Would they smile? Right? Would they say hello? And doing that started me on this incredible journey over the next 12 months, where all these really amazing things, um, all the synchronicity started happening. I ended up getting a job that I wasn't even looking for. I ended up living in a storage shed where I built this little secret hideaway inside the inside a storage unit and I was living in there. So um, and then I had enough money to go to the gym. So I started going to the gym and working out and showering there. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, all these all these things started happening. And and instead of looking at it the way most of us would look at it with a lot of shame 
and a lot of guilt and anger and all that stuff, I started looking at it like an adventure. Like, holy, holy cow, what, how did this just happen? How did I just get a job working for the biggest roofing company in the Southeast chasing <laughs> storms? You know, oh my God, I, I'm living in a storage shed. This is crazy, you know? And, and, and things just started evolving. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I started learning how to live in the present moment. I got in the best physical shape that I had been in in years um, and my memory started coming back and I started to get to where I could talk again. And, and so that's where I started was just reading a book and it, and it spoke to me and I started learning how to, I started practicing every day, how to live in the present moment. I started practicing every day. Um, I, I also became aware of the thoughts that I was saying to myself. And oh, now that I, critical. that's really critical. Yeah. And now that I look back, I'm like, mm -hmm. oh my God, no wonder I had all these crazy things happening in my life. I was the one doing it. Nobody wants to say that when they're going through it. Everybody wants to blame everything else. You know, their mother, they want to blame the economy. They want to blame their ex-husband. They want to blame every, everybody else. Mm -hmm. But really, we're in the driver's seat. And so that first year of my journey helped me become aware that, that um, my thoughts and, and, and the way that I was not living in the present moment, those were two really big factors of why I had become so sick. And then through the course of the next 10 years, I learned a lot of other things too. You know, um, I started learning about the genetics and I learned about some genetic variants that I had that were making it very difficult for me to make my brain chemistry properly. I learned about, you know, different, um, how you can have bacterial overgrowth in your GI system that can alter your brain chemistry and cause dopamine issues, dopamine conversion issues. I started learning about all these different things and little by little piecing the stuff together. And so now what we offer is you know, what I believe is probably the most comprehensive type of programs that we, you know, that are out there where we put people through 12 month programs where we address every facet of the human condition, mind, body, spirit, and mm -hmm. where we're integrating the woo with the science. And this is the thing, the woo isn't really woo, it's quantum science. And, 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 you know, we've been living in the Newtonian model of science for, I don't know, a hundred years, right? <laughs> yes. And yes. so, and so this is the thing, science changes as new information becomes available. The quantum, the quantum model of science is very valid. We use the quantum model, for example, to, uh, to, um, to use MRI technology, that's quantum. That's not the Newtonian model. If we were still stuck in the Newtonian model and didn't understand quantum, we wouldn't have MRIs, for example. So there's two models of science that are finally merging. And this is what we call the merging of science and spirituality. You know, the quantum model is what a lot of people call spirituality, you know, the spiritual model, but now we have science to back it up. So it's really not that woo. And when we address from every facet, Mm -hmm. that's where we get true healing. And so anyways, that's, that's what we do. You know, that's just so, I mean, I do the very, I do the very same thing and I discovered it kind of on the same path, got super sick, just like you, um, and had to find my way, um, probably found different things at different times, different places, different ways, different order, but very, very similar. And, you know, the trauma that occurred, you put you in the present time, you couldn't do anything else. You were living in your car, you know? So, you know, it put you in a present time and then you learned all that. 
And I love what you said about quantum physics because I have five neurobiofeedback programs. I use quantum physics every day. And I use the actual example of the MRI. And I say, hey, you guys went for an MRI, right? That's a diagnostic tool. It, it teaches you something about your body. It tells you something. The difference is it doesn't treat or change. It just is a picture. It just gives you information. I and you work on the change. We help people change. You know, change those brain patterns, change the neurology, you know, help them see that that there is a blend here of the physical and the mental and the emotional and the spiritual and you do it all together. Just like you, I'm sure, you know, we're speaking the same language, like I said, Dr. V, it sticks. And it doesn't have to take 10 years like it did you. I mean, I felt like I remember turning 42 and going, oh man, I've been sick for 16 years. I think I'm done with this already. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's just time. So, you know, so now I'm, I'm, I'm curious now. I mean, I'm sure you see a lot of depression and anxiety and all kinds of brain issues. What are some of the, you know, give us an example of some of the brain issues coming in your door, people coming in your door with what kinds of problems that you're helping them with? Oh my gosh. Of all the issues that we see, mm -hmm. those are my favorite because I mean, okay. I went through that, right. Which was, it was so scary. like to completely lose your memory and have the doctors doing brain scans on you. And I'm going to the neurologist, I'm going to the ENT, you know, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. And, mm -hmm. and, uh, and they're looking at me going, well, I, I don't know. We don't really know what's going on. We don't see anything going on with you. And I literally couldn't even speak. And I, I, I mean, I was like, <laughs> it was super, super scary. Right. And so that's why the anything brain related is like my favorite, most passionate thing to work with. We see everything come through from people with anxiety to depression, PTSD, bipolar, we've seen schizophrenia, um, and then the neurodegenerative diseases, Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. And we're seeing amazing changes with those cases too. Um, I have one that we're working with right now. We have a handful, but one of them, um, I was just talking with her this morning. Um, she is a medical doctor in Mexico City mm -hmm. and her father, she, she, she started with us about six, seven months ago, or she called us about six or seven months ago um, because uh, her father was having Parkinson's mm -hmm. uh, symptoms and she had heard about us and so this medical doctor reaches out mm -hmm. and we are about what six months into the program now he's doing amazing we have a group call um, next week mm -hmm. so that we can talk about next steps what we're doing but uh yeah you know we've just been integrating all of the all of the science technology all the spirituality like all the things we're just addressing it all the way around and and yes we do see amazing progress with these people and every time that we get to put another case study under our belt to show how we can take how and it's really we didn't take the person they did it we're just showing them what to do how these people go from having parkinson's tremors or being you know having it so bad where they're in a wheelchair to having it completely go away like i want to scream at the rooftops to tell people right. these diseases are reversible. Yes. What they're telling you in the medical model is a lie. You know, mm -hmm. they are, they are not doing you any service. Um, you know, please like, listen, because you don't have to suffer. Your family members don't have to suffer, you know, come and look at what we're doing with people. And so it's, it's really what fascinating. What do you see as the causes with Parkinson's? Cause I've got some ideas too. And I'm just curious. So 
the same causes that we see that cause Parkinson's and Alzheimer's are the same things that cause depression and anxiety and, and bipolar and a lot of that stuff. And so I teach on like the five main underlying causes of disease, whether it's brain related, autoimmune related, I mean, it doesn't matter how people express their disease or their condition. It just depends on a number of different variables, but there are common denominators that we see with all of them. Right? And that's your foods. What are you putting in your body? You know, if you are a Ferrari and you're supposed to put in this type of oil and this type of gas and you need these types of brake pads and this type of belt and you're putting in stuff that is for a Toyota Prius, do you really think the Ferrari is going to run right? Like, what are you putting Great into example. your body that's killing you? Right. Absolutely. And, and then we look at environmental toxins. Environmental toxins come in many different forms. You've got chemical toxins, mm -hmm. you know, like um, we have a, a, a dentist who came to us from the Boston area who was having um, tremors, like Parkinson's tremors. Hadn't officially been diagnosed yet, but he was having tremors and it was affecting him. Like he's, you know, trying to work on people's mouths and he, he can't do it. Right. Guess what we found on his toxin lab that came back? He had massively high toxic levels of triclosan in his body, mm -hmm. triclosan has been used in the medical community for many years. I remember my dad was a medical doctor. He was a surgeon. He used that soap in the office because every because that's supposed to be the best disinfectant. Right. That stuff is highly toxic to the neurological system. It mm -hmm. fries your brain. It's been outlawed, but yet somehow I'm still finding it in people's bodies. And so oh, this guy had this in there and I was like, this is why you're having tremors. You need to stop using the soap in your office. It's killing you. Mm -hmm. And so um, environmental toxins come in the form of chemical toxins, heavy metals, mm -hmm. mycotoxins, which could also be considered an infection or pathogen because it's a mold toxic toxicity, mm -hmm. EMF frequencies. Yes. Right. All of these things. I mean, they cause massive issues to every organ system in the body. Some people are going to notice it more in their brain, while other people may notice it that it more that it's affecting their immune system, right? Or some other way, or some people it's going to affect their mitochondria and lead to cancer, right? But it's the same underlying causes. And then we've got um, mycotoxins and other types of bacterial imbalances in the ecosystem of our body. I don't really like to use the word infection because I'm more of a terrain theory believer. You know, okay. however, however, you know, if your terrain, if your ecosystem is just so messed up, then, you know, a particular sort of bacteria, like a certain strain of Clostridia, for example, that is really known to inhibit dopamine conversion and can cause a lot of brain chemistry imbalances, mm -hmm. you and I, we might have the same exposure to it, but if my terrain is really healthy, yeah, I may not notice it as a brain issue. I, I may not even notice it at all, where you may notice it really bad if you already have an imbalance in your ecosystem of your body, right? And, um, and, and, and then trauma, trauma and unresolved emotions, like unprocessed emotions, that's huge, yes. right? Um, and then other lifestyle choices, like what are you doing to your body? Like what, what are you doing? Are you burning the candle at both ends and you're never moving your body and you're staying up all night and you have blue light exposure all day long, you know? And, and, and you combine all these things together, which most people have all of these things going on. Right. So they're compounded on top of each other. It's very rarely one thing. It's usually a compounding issue.
okay, we've got a lot of work to do here. So, you know, where do we want to start? And, but, but that's what we typically see, not only for brain-related issues, but for all diseases across the board, all conditions across the board. It's that those are the, those are the common denominators that we see that are barriers to healing and health. And if we can identify and remove those barriers, people's bodies, their minds and their spirits defragment and they heal. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I see the, you know, the, the exact same thing. In fact, my story was I had all my mercury taken out in one day. So 14 fillings taken out. So when you're talking about the dentist, you know, that's interesting. You found the soap, right? Um, because it could have been mercury. It could have been anything. It could have been anything else that he was using in the office, you know, and I do see Parkinson's very much related to pesticides and herbicides and heavy metals. Yes. Um, as well as the Alzheimer's, you know, and it's pretty, it's pretty obvious. Like it's so obvious that's the physical body cause but like you said we've got to work with the mental emotional and then we got to clear the traumas and so i clear the traumas in the spaces of the brain you know so the space is the spiritual brain you know and so when we clear those traumas in the spaces of the brain um then the the creativity can open up and we become more aligned right so that we become more what i call 100 our soul's truth so that we can move forward in our life. And you're doing very, very similar work, but probably just like I say, different doorway, which is just so completely beautiful because my goodness, you know, you know from your own path of healing, Dr. V, that if you don't have a good brain and you can't even speak and you don't have a memory, the rest of your body doesn't work. Why would you want to be here? If you, you, know if you don't I mean? have like, if you yeah. don't have your health, you have if you don't have your health. Mm-hmm. then how can you have joy? You know, it's like, why would you even want to still be in your skin anymore? If you don't have your health, you have nothing. Like, right. you know, you know, that leads me to something else I want to say. Like, so many people need help. Mm-hmm. So many people are crying out for help. Yes, They want you to, you there, please help me. I feel like I'm going to die. I feel like I'm dying. I need help. Mm-hmm. I watched your masterclass. You know, I think you're the answer. And then I tell them what it is that they're going to need to do to go on their path. And if it's, you know, they come up with every excuse under the sun and they don't follow through with it. You know, I would say like 80% of the people that we see sabotage themselves and they wonder why they're still on the hamster wheel and they haven't been able to get off. It's the 20% of the people who come see us who actually take action to do what it takes and they have these life changes. And, um, you know, it's, that's why you and I are here, right? Is to scream it from the rooftops, like at some point, and I think it's getting ready to happen probably in the next 12 months, um, where people are going to be, they're going to hit their rock bottom and they are, you know, they are going to finally start doing what they need to, because they're going to finally start valuing themselves. And they're going to have like, even if it's just, even if it's this much self-love, like at the grain of a sand, or the or, or like as much of a as a grain of sand, you know, um, that even if they have that much love for themselves, because most people have like zero self-love. If you know, I think when people hit that rock bottom, that um, that's when we're going to see that eighty percent who are just constantly self-sabotaging themselves finally come to people like you and I and go, oh my God, yes, I saw you two years ago. You were right. I finally hit rock bottom. I'm really ready to do it. And the reason why I feel that is because we're having this collective shift on the planet. Yes. And people are noticing their emotions more intensely than they ever have. Um, I did a group call with about 60 of uh, some of our group members yesterday. 
And I asked them that question. I said, everybody, I've got a question for you. And I want you to raise your hand if this is true for you. Have you noticed over the last 18 months that you're having more intense emotions than you have ever had in your life? And, and, and everybody raised their hand. Everybody raised their hand. And Great then I said, question. Yeah. And then yeah. I said, and then I said, how many of you are noticing if you're on medication for anxiety, depression, how many of you are noticing that it's not working for you anymore? It's not working as good. Several people raised their hand. I find you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and then I asked them, how many of you believe that you are alone in these just crazy emotions that are just scaring the hell out of you, that you're not sure where it's coming from or what's happening to you, and you kind of think that you're like losing it? Everybody raised their hand. And the, wow. it, it was incredible. And, and the reason I did that is because I see what's happening, both in our community, with our, with our one-on-one clients. And I wanted to take that into the group yesterday and then start and then make them aware um, of the collective consciousness on the planet and how we're going through a very, very fast evolution right now. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make them aware that they're not alone, that we're all going through it. Even you and I, I mean, we're all going through it. I'm going through it. The difference is that I have the awareness and I, I, I understand um, emotional intelligence. So I don't have to white knuckle it. I can kind of just drive through it and sit with it and allow my body to feel it so that I can integrate the rage, integrate the anger, integrate the sadness, the guilt, the shame, integrate that so that it no longer is causing trauma to my body and my body can actually shake it out. Kind of like a dog, you know, how like dogs, they'll kind of shake their whole body. Shake it out. Yes. So that, you know, humans, we can do that too. We just shake it out, quote unquote, in different ways mm-hmm. and, and how we can shake it out of the body because animals, they will shake fear or discomfort. If they, if they feel an emotion that they don't like animals, literally, literally they'll shake it out of their body. You can see them shake from head to toe, from head to toe. They'll do that shake mm-hmm. or they'll yawn to downregulate. Humans can do that too, Um, but sitting with it and allowing our body to completely feel it as intensely as we can, that helps us to move through a lot of that stuff. And so I just wanted to bring it up to to our group yesterday and let them know that they weren't alone. Are you seeing this? on your end as well, where, where people are starting to experience that? I am, you know, and see, I teach the tools to clear the emotions and clear self-sabotage. So when we clear self-sabotage, more than 20% can stay on board and take the action steps. Yes. You know, and then I look in the ancestral line. I know you do some of this too. And I go, gosh, you know, where did that self-sabotage start? You know, if it started with great-great-grandpa, you know, three to four generations back, let's clear it. And then when we clear that energy, it allows the person to come back into balance and finally take those steps. Because you're right, there's a whole lot. I mean, like, this is just, it's partly the pandemic. It's what's going on, you know? Um, You know, it's bringing up everybody's, you know, old emotions to these ancestral programs that have to be cleared. And then when you said, Dr. V, you said, if you love, and so I'm just thinking of this way, you said the love yourself um, I just flashed back to an interview I did with, with Greg Braden, and he said, you know, if you love yourself enough, you'll take the action steps mm-hmm. to make the changes. And I never forgot that sentence, you know, and that's so true. So it's about getting people back to that self-love. But I believe that's what's happening right now in the collective on our planet is all this old energy, this chaos is happening for the old energy to spin out. 
the old ancestral self-sabotage programs, the blame, the shame, the grief, the loss, the whatever, and we're reaching a higher spiritual plane. So this is the soul spiritual body stuff that you do too. We have to reach that. And we can't reach that if we're carrying all this baggage. That's so, so true. It's it's a you know? the whole planet, the whole planet is having a spiritual purging. Yes. A spiritual cleansing. And the only way that we can integrate with our mind, body, and spirit, because look, we all know, most of us should know that we are a mind, body, and a spirit. Mm -hmm. The thing is, is that we don't embody that because we're not taught that because of, you know, cultural constructs and programming. You know, we we really only understand our physical body, the majority of the population, they just, they think that, oh, this is who I am. No, this is a, this is a little body soup that we get to wear for 50, 60, 70, 80 years so that we can have a human experience because our spirit cannot experience emotions and touch and smell and all of these things unless we get to come here to have that human experience. And the thing is, is that in the process, because of so many things that would take hours to go through and teach everyone the history of this, but you know, we've lost that. And what's happening right now is a big shakeup. It's like, wake up everybody, wake up everybody. And you know, I'm excited because I see some beautiful things happening and yeah, it's gonna be a little rough. It's like, you know, ripping the bandaid off, but you know what? People like you and I, we're here to catch everybody who wants to be caught, to grab the hands of the people who are saying, oh my God, I need somebody's hand to grab onto. We're here for that, right? We can help pull people through this stuff. And, you know, I'm very, very excited to be alive during this time. I'm really glad that I chose to be here during this time. Oh, that's so awesome. And we are too. <laughs> we're so grateful for you, you know, and for your, you know, and for your work. I'm curious, how do you help people through those emotions? So there are a lot of, as you know, there are a lot of different tools and modalities that can be used. You use biofeedback. Mm -hmm. um, we'll use different, different tools and modalities that include um, resonance repatterning, um, color, light, and sound therapy, um, parts integration, um, uh, um, timeline therapy, quantum timeline therapy, mm -hmm. hypnosis. You know, we'll, we'll use a lot of those different types of tools. And the cool thing too about a lot of these tools is that we can teach the client how to also use these tools for themselves, right? right? And so, and so we use a combination of many different of the, those types of tools to help move people through their through um, having trauma resolution and being able to learn to um, process the emotions that they buried down inside, really making them aware that they are they are in the driver's seat. So that as we teach them the tools and as the emotions start to come up more and more and different memories or different traumas or whatever, we can teach them how to use these tools on their own. Now we're here to do it with them as their coaches. We are here um, and we're getting them started. We're giving them a good six to 12 months to get them going so that then afterwards they've mastered these tools and they've made enough progress mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, like when you first when you first open the Pandora's box, there's a lot of stuff. You know? right. <laughs> and so, you know, yes. it's kind of like when you, when you uh, take a Topo Chico that's been shaken in the car and you first open it, like a lot comes out. And so it's really good to be there to support the clients through that because that can be really scary. Once, once uh, the initial part of all the Topo Chico has fizzed out of the bottle and you're left with the rest, it can slowly come up 
as the unconscious mind and knows that the conscious mind can have has the tools to handle it it will start letting stuff come up as it knows that it's ready and by that point Mm -hmm. our goal is to have the client um have mastered to where they've been able to master the tools so that they can do their own quantum time therapy so that they can do their own parts integration right Mm -hmm. so that they know how to use these different methodologies to help move themselves through whatever comes up that's just emotional intelligence the whole world needs to know this stuff kids need to know this stuff right And and so our what what our goal is is yes our our goal is to is to help them do a lot of healing while they're with us, but it's also to teach them how to use these tools so that they can go out in the world and they can use it with their children and with their partners and with their family members. And so that we can create a new culture where where these kids grow up and they know these tools from the time that they're young and they start teaching them to their children as they grow up. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love that. I know I do the same thing. I love what this little four-year-old girl can do mind gems you know, and he has this tool now at four, you know, yeah, we want that, you know, and you, like you said, and we want it to continue. We want it to continue for sure. I want to switch gears here for a minute. You know, I ask you a couple of questions about, about you, you know, so, so what are some of your best self-care tips? How do you take care of yourself? Oh gosh, self-care tips. Um, well, I invest in my spiritual growth. So for the last year and a half, I have gone, I've taken a very deep dive into that. So I did a lot of stuff in the beginning on mindset and things like that, not even really realizing exactly what I was doing. Kind of like I told you, I was just grasping for something and something appeared, (laughs) you know, Uh like that book. Um, But in the last um, 18 months, I've really invested heavily into my um, continued mastery of emotional intelligence, um, really diving deeper into the um, energetic and quantum healing arts and not only, you know, doing it on myself, but learning how to master these different techniques so that I can help others and teach other people. Um, I've done um, plant medicine journeys. I've gone with some of the top plant medicine journey facilitators um, in the country. Um, and I'm, I'm doing that. I, I invest, I've been investing a lot of money in myself on that type of work. And it's been fascinating because I thought I already was optimized 18 months ago. No, no, <laughs> yeah, right? It's funny because you start laughing because you start going down that journey. Oh my God. You know, like yeah. I, I have just like gone, you know, and I continue to do that. Like it's, it's absolutely incredible how my eyes have been opened to something so much more than what I already knew that I thought that I knew a lot. I never thought I know everything, but oh my gosh, like it's just been absolutely incredible. And, and so my self-care is money instead of going on a vacation, I might spend, you know, I actually did this earlier this year. I spent $15,000 you know and and was i always what was i always able to afford to do that no i wasn't but as i've healed myself and i've changed my perception about myself and the world around me you know everything about my life has changed everything my career 
my my relationships with my son is amazing. My daughter-in-law is like the daughter I always wanted and she's my daughter-in-law and the mother of my grandchildren who are the most amazing people. My husband is the most amazing people. I have great friends like you who are just the most amazing. I'm just like, how, how did I do that? And then I remember, oh, it's a reflection of me. It's because as I do my growth, all these incredible things keep coming back to me. It's a reflection of what I'm putting out there. So I actually can afford to pay for something like that now. You know, not that you have to be able to afford that to have transformation because you don't but i can and so i instead of going on vacation you know that's my version of a vacation is let me go do some more self-work some more spiritual work um you know really diving into hypno breath therapy um you know um doing doing that kind of stuff for me that's that's my type of self-care because the deeper i go into this spiritual journey and understanding more embracing and embodying this quantum model of science that the world is moving into, whether you want to admit it or not. I mean, I mean, I know you do, but some of the people in the listening may go, I don't know, that's a little woo for me. Yeah. But you and I, we're yeah. ahead of our time in that. And as I see it, it's just mind blowing for me. And my husband, who is an aerospace engineer, that's one of the most difficult engineering degrees that you can get. He's a rocket scientist. Wow. He's been diving into this with me and he's seeing the changes in himself. He's seeing the changes in our own family as we do the inner work. Our entire family is changing. The whole world starts to change because that's the quantum model. When you do the work, it creates a ripple effect that affects everything around you. We're seeing it with our own eyes and both of us being scientists that grew up in the in you know in the old model we're watching this going oh my god like this is crazy everything is energy you know it is, it is. quantum physics i you know i found the same thing when i changed my kids changed my family changed you know and then they started learning the tools you know and so we clear energy all the time we put the new program in it's like yeah. rebooting your computer and yeah. the more we work on ourselves and see yeah. this is not what we're taught when we are conditioned from the time that we're young about sacrificing for everybody else we're destroying ourselves and the world around us if you know if you and i want to want to mm -hmm. make the biggest impact on this planet we invest in ourselves Absolutely. so the more i invest in me the more benefit that all my clients get, the more benefit that my community gets. And, and that's so hard for people to really understand and resonate, resonate with that. They feel like they have to give, 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 give till they have nothing left to give. No, that doesn't work. I tried it. Yeah. You tried it. We ended, up, we ended up on the road to nowhere. You know, it doesn't work. You have to put everything into you. Treat yourself as if you were like, you know, like, how much do you love your child? If you have a child, how much do you love your child? I think I'm running out of battery. I need to be plugged in. Uh, um, if you have a child and you just love that kid to death, try a little exercise, close your eyes and think back as far back as you can remember to your childhood. For me, when I do this exercise, it was life changing for me. I could remember when I was three years old. And I remember being hiding under the dining table while my parents were arguing. I even remember what dress I was wearing. I, I could see my chubby little face. I could see my, my body. I was looking down like this and I'd look up at them from under the table. And I was shoving raisins up in the little area where the screws were, you know, the little holes. I was just back in the 1970s. I'm like shoving raisins. Because I used to eat the visuals, Dr. V. Yeah, I used to eat the little <laughs> box of raisins. So I'm sitting there eating raisins and I'm shoving up there and I'm listening to my parents argue. And 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 I I, I visualized this. This is an amazing exercise. And I, in my vision, 
I saw her sitting there, sad, lonely, scared, feeling unsafe. Mm -hmm. And I walked up to her and I looked at her and I said, hey, Elena. And she looked at me and tears came down her eyes. And she said, I've been waiting for you. I've, I've been waiting for you. And I reached down under the table and I scooped her up and I held her and then tears started rolling down my eyes, you know? And I was like, baby, baby girl, I love you. I will never leave you again. Thank you for being so patient and waiting for me. I am here for you. I'm sorry you had to wait so long. And that was the first time that I felt self-love. Oh, and I, and I never had contrast to know that I didn't have it until the first time that I felt it because I saw mm -hmm. that little girl, the way I would see my son and I saw her there lonely and scared. And then I went, I scooped her up in my arm and then I traveled in my timeline and I went to when I was five years old and I was in a interesting situation then. And I looked at that little Elena and I looked, I looked at the three-year-old and she and I smiled and we looked at the five-year-old together, my little five-year-old self. And I said, Hey, Elena. And she looked and she went, oh, and she recognized me. And she said, I've been waiting for you. And I said, Oh my God, I'm here, baby girl, get over here. And I, and I scooped her up and I had my three-year-old self and my five-year-old self in my hand. And I, at this point, I was bawling my eyes out so much love. My, my heart was exploding open. And I was like, Oh my God, is this what self-love feels like? Oh my God, is this what self-love feels like? And we went through my timeline to when I was 11 and then 13 and then 15 and 16 and all these like times that just, that my subconscious needed me to go pick up those pieces. And I went and picked those up. And that was the first time I experienced self-love. And all of you who are listening, if you've never tried this exercise, try this exercise and see what it feels like for yourself. See, see what it feels like inside your heart. What, what does your body do when you look at your little self who's been waiting for you your whole life to come back and pick her up or pick him up? Because when we can start to learn self-love, that is going to take us on the path to healing in a way that you never, ever, ever could imagine for yourself. That's a beautiful exercise. That's a very beautiful exercise. I'm going to encourage all of you guys to try that. We just did a clearing this morning on the, on the whole child play thing and getting back to the childhood and, and honoring that, you know, and honoring that love that we have for self. Um, that's just really beautiful. And I, I just have totally enjoyed this. You know, I know that you work so deeply with people in, in, in so many amazing areas and creating such amazing change, you know, for people here on the planet. And it's just such a gift to know what you're doing. So thank you for your, for your time and energy today. Do you have, I think you had a free gift or something you want to share with everybody. Can we have a mental health masterclass. It's my five part series where okay where Louise, I take a deep dive into those five main underlying causes of mental health issues. Okay. And then I show case studies mm -hmm. so that people can actually see actual people who we've taken through our processes and you, they can see the, uh, the uh, changes. And uh, again, it's a five part series. This started out to be a one hour thing and it turned out into like seven hours of material. So we had to split it up into, into a five part series. Mm -hmm. It's very well known. It's, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. that's going to be going live in February. And yeah. so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the link. It's below to sign up for our newsletter so mm -hmm. that when we send the invitation 
about two to three weeks before for the masterclass, you will okay. be getting our emails and then you will get see the invitation for the five part series mastering trauma masterclass. Okay. And then you can sign up and you can watch that and we go into all the science behind trauma. What is it? What is the, the amygdala hijack? What kind of tools and modalities can be used that are out there to help people? We just take a deep dive into all different kinds of things, everything surrounding trauma and unprocessed emotions. Well, that's awesome. That's totally awesome. Thank you so much. What an amazing, amazing gift. If you're going to leave our audience with one brain hack, what would it be? Practice that exercise I talked about. Practice that okay. exercise on self-love. Close your eyes. Go back in your timeline. Go back as far back as you can remember. Mm -hmm. And then start picking up the pieces. Find that little three-year-old self or two-year-old self or four-year-old self and talk to him or her, right? Scoop her up. Tell her how much you love her. Watch, listen to what she has to say to you or he has to say to you. And then go up, go down your timeline all the way back to now. Pick up those pieces and see what it feels like. And then get back to Louise and Louise, tell me what everybody says. <laughs> Sounds awesome. That is so completely awesome. That has been such a gift to, to, to get to know you today and your good work that you're doing in the world. Thank you so much for sharing and for doing this work with people. It's so necessary right now. Um, so we just want to help you all see that Dr. Elena here, Dr. V, is really helping you rewire your brain um, and really release all that old stuff and get back to you and get back to that self-love. Try that exercise. And until next time, everyone, have a have a great day. Thank you, Louise. Good day, everyone.